0: News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk.
1: The leader of Russia's Wagner Private Army Group, Yevgeny Prigozhin, and his second-in-command, Dmitry Utkin, appear to have been killed in a plane crash near Moscow. Uh, Prigozhin owned the aircraft, which came down north of Moscow yesterday evening. Sean Bell is a former fighter pilot. He's now a military analyst and he's on the line. Sean Bell, good morning. Good morning, Jonathan. Looking at the footage that is circulating on social media, this aircraft had completely lost control. It was in a nose down position. It appears to have lost um, certainly part of its fuselage. And, and the question is, what happened to it?
0: Well, the, the, these are the questions that will have to be answered in the coming days. I mean, I've seen the footage um, looked at it several times and having flown for most of my life. A couple of things that strike me, one of which is, as you say, this aircraft is not in one piece it 's had a catastrophic failure of some form it 's falling like a sort of sycamore leaf through the sky there 's fuel or smoke pouring out of it um, and But if you look at the right at the start of the video clip, there 's a little twirl of unnatural white cloud, which is normally symptomatic of some sort of explosion, and it, what looks most likely is either there's been an explosion inside that aircraft which has been catastrophic. Or, as there's been a lot of conjecture, there's some sort of service to air missile system gone up to meet it. But this was a private aircraft owned by Yevgeny Prigozhin. Allegedly, there were 10 people on the manifest, three crew, seven passengers. And as you say, whilst we haven't had any um, um, definitive proof yet, it does appear as if Yevgeny Prigozhin was on that flight.
1: Uh, if he was on that flight, and the working assumption is that he was, um, this would appear to be another in a long series of unfortunate accidents that have befallen people who have spoken out against Vladimir Putin. You're, you're
0: right. I mean, I think um, most of us military analysts were not that surprised that Yevgeny um, Prigozhin met his end. I think the, we sort of predicted it would be about three months after the coup because, bluntly, after that coup, President Putin almost certainly would have wanted to deal with Prigozhin straight away, but he didn't, couldn't make him a martyr um, Bregozian was an oligarch. He was a powerful um, um, uh, commercial guy, but also he ran this fifty thousand plus strong Wagner Group, and um, which, bluntly, President Putin has needed. What we've gradually seen, I think, over the last few weeks, is gradually the Bregozian empire has been dismantled. His business empire has either been sold or t- or seized off him. The Wagner Group has gradually either been assimilated into the Russian Ministry of Defence or um, sent out to Africa, the remnants being left in Belarus. And I think the last time we saw Prigozhin was a couple of days ago when he was apparently in Africa and seemed to be touting his wares for the Wagner Group. And it felt a bit sad because you felt that the Russian MD were also doing the same, though competing against him. And this just felt like the end of his time. And 48 hours later, uh, he's met in a very, uh, a very um, dramatic end.
1: Uh, there was another um, action taken yesterday evening. The top Russian general um, who had been in charge, Sergei Surovkin, um he, he had been in charge of uh, matters in Ukraine. He's been sidelined as well. Um, so it would appear that Putin has sent a very clear message to anyone who challenges him that their outcome will not be positive.
0: Yeah, and General Sorovkin, also known as General Armageddon, was the effectively the chief of the Russian Air Force and Aerospace Forces. Um, he done a lot actually to prepare the Russian defences for which have proven quite effective uh, against the Ukrainian counteroffensive. But as you say, during this uh, Yevgeny Prigozhin's abortive coup against Moscow, uh, inevitably there have been a purge of all the senior commanders to find out who was complicit, who was supportive. And it appears that uh, Sorovakin has fallen into that camp. He's not been seen since. And as you say, yesterday we heard that he had been um, replaced and his deputy take over. I think what's been most interesting is that the a lot of the media were very critical of or seemingly critical of we, um, Putin not reacting earlier to Yevgeny Prigozhin. But I think it was almost certain that he had to unwind. Wagner's business interests and then responded very forcefully to the criticism that he might appear weak by doing something so dramatic as this and it's a powerful message not only to um, fellow oligarchs but also any um, any of the mercenary groups that remain as to what will happen should they Mm. step out of line but let's be also clear Jonathan the, the Uh, President Putin is not in a great position at the moment. You know, when the the BRICS, that big uh, meeting of Brazil, Russia, India, China, he had to appear by um, VTC because he couldn't travel. Um, He was uh, watching India land a a rocket on the moon when uh, Russia failed. The war in Ukraine is not going well. Domestically, things are going very badly. There's loads of rocket attacks against Russia. President Putin finds himself in a bit of a corner at the moment. So establishing his credentials being the tough man i'm afraid is not going to dig him out of this hole
1: Uh, students of russian history would probably look to draw parallels to the stalinist purges of the 20s when he consolidated his power it's going to be harder for vladimir putin uh, to do that no matter how bloodthirsty he may be to hold on to the kremlin could this be another indication of weakness rather than strength
0: I think it it, it is um, several colleagues um, who uh, are much more knowledgeable on the internal politics of of Russia say that there are big cracks starting to form now. Um, most of the power base from which Putin takes his power is around the oligarchs, around the, the wealthy Moscovites, and um, and they're seeing now long term implications of Putin's um, illegal invasion of Ukraine. They're seeing all sorts of um, steps that the economy is taking, walking backwards. Their leader is now indicted in international criminal court. Uh, Russia is becoming a pariah on the world stage. There are so many indicators here that the long-term future for the business opportunities in Russia are collapsing. And also, fellow Muscovites who are largely fed a diet of diets or lies, because Putin controls the media. Is one thing you know just hearing about this stuff, but when rockets are falling down on your capital city. Just imagine it was Dublin where explosions were happening like that. The whole of Dublin, everybody would be scared. That is what's happening in Moscow today. And that is the power base that Putin is gradually seeing eroded as the days turn into weeks, turn into months.
1: Okay. Military analyst Sean Bell, thanks very much for joining us this morning. This.
0: News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman.
1: In association with AIR. Weekday
0: mornings at 7. On News Talk.